Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Very good. Uh, I almost fumbled on our intro. Uh, even though we've been doing these episodes uh, pretty much back-to-back for the last couple weeks, uh, 2024 has been busy for Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, we were just discussing pre-show about like when our next episode is going to be, and it's likely to be... Well, it'll be in two weeks, because we are going to give the Fae channel some breathing room. Um, although, who knows what could be announced there. Whether it's just as expected, like your normal CYL update, here's your Day of Devotion Heroes, or if it's a bit more. You know, this is 8th anniversary, you gotta shake things up, keep people interested. I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We will see, but we will should be coming out in the next couple weeks. Yeah, well, definitely the best place if you want to discuss it right away is our Discord, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. There's a great Fire Emblem channel where everybody chats about Fire Emblem uh, and uh, banners. Talk about the banners as well. Just as a quick reminder, this is likely the last week I'll do this, but this is this. We're just focusing on new heroes, special heroes, mythic legendary heroes, as well as the I'm calling them the deluxe revivals. Um, otherwise, uh, as Eddie had mentioned, the eight hero banners. So running right now, we have the legendary mythic hero remix one and two until the 27th new heroes and rearmed Reinhardt until the 29th ring in the new year until the 31st new year, Omega special heroes one and two until the 31st and, uh, returning ascendant and rearmed heroes until the 7th of February. And Nabata's Shield, the banner we're going to be talking about tonight, runs until the 18th. Now, Eddie, I know you you jumped in this banner because it's, of in, course. it's more new heroes. Special heroes banner and most new heroes banners I kind of have to summon on because they're putting rearmed or ascendant heroes. Or not, what is the, uh, well, they pretty much seem to be putting it rearmed in every time, you know. I might actually reconsider if they actually release another Ascended Hero. Because those ones go right into the regular pool. Rearmed do not. So I have that habit of wanting to have every, you know, limited access hero. Uh, I dipped in early, got a quick four-star Tormod. And next one I uh, managed to summon was Juno, which meant I could retire Red Orbs. I had a bit of a drought after that, so I sparked for Altina, since green is generally a rarer orb than the others, and managed to get a grain not long after that. So I did manage to clear the whole banner. Very good. Yeah, uh, I think this... I don't know if this will surprise folks, um, but I still I still have a good chunk of orbs, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to summon on this banner. It is Binding Blade slash Blazing Blade, so half of a Fire Emblem experience that I've had, and, and my first... Uh, sort of foray into the franchise outside of Smash Brothers, of course. Uh, but I did summon on the banner, and um, I, I think I got pretty lucky. So I got Altina pretty quick, followed by a four-star Tormod, uh, and then at the Spark, I chose Juno. And uh, this is this is not gonna. Uh, this is one of those things of like we talk about luck. Um, I don't know if it's luck. It's kind of like it's kind of like bad good luck, I guess. It's it's your own law getting you. 
Yes, it yeah. is. You, it's you very pick much Juno on the spark. So of course, the next thing you summon on the very next orb or next summon. Yeah, I on the next summon, uh, there was no blue orbs to snipe as I was going to try to get a green uh, and Louise because it was the only hero I was missing at the, at that stage. So of course, there's one red orb, and I'm like, all right, I'll choose the red orb, uh, and I got Juno. Thinking to myself, like, well, I guess if I get another hero, it won't be a big deal. And sure enough, it's like, would have been done there if I had chose a green. But I figured, hey, I got Tormod. Let's remove the red orb from the equation. Uh, But, um, you know, we talk about Murphy's Law, bad good luck. My good luck returned. And pretty much right after I got a green plus Louise. Um, So all the heroes off of that banner. Look, I am not going to I'm not going to be that I'm not, I was going to say that guy, but I'm not going to be Eddie and summon on all the banners and get all the heroes. I think this was just, we've had a couple of lucky incidents here and I realize my luck is going to run out probably for the Valentine's special heroes, I'd imagine. So I'm going to probably be probably cool on that banner just to ensure that I don't uh, get too frustrated because I know my luck is about to run out when it comes to summoning. Uh, but Got them all. Pretty happy with that. So I've I've now gone back into orb saving mode, uh, and we'll see what uh, what comes next. Looking forward to it. Uh, speaking of what comes next, our next episode will be in two weeks on the fifth, uh, where we'll cover the anniversary stuff and the mythic hero, as well as covering the day of devotion heroes that should be revealed in the anniversary fate channel. We're actually expecting the anniversary fate channel next Monday, right before the update drops and the anniversary stuff starts but you know that'll probably be at like 10 p.m so too late for us to cover it that day and we'll probably still be digesting it if it somehow comes out on that sunday for sure yeah we'll see i'm i'm looking forward to it it's been well it hasn't been a while since the last fate channel it's been since i guess early december late november for book eight but um, let's talk about Special Heroes, Nabata's Shield, characters from Binding slash Blazing Blade, as well as a few from the Tellius series gather together to celebrate the Nabata Festival. So desert sort of uh, region slash desert theme again. January 1 continues to be, you know, various uh, countries, and they seem to be focusing on deserts in January. So we have Nabata here. Uh, the one, first one on the banner is Altina, Unrivaled Dawn. Altina returns as a Green Axe Infantry unit for this banner, and being unwilling to use a single weapon, uh, this time is here wielding dual axes, named Arcadian Axes. She also has a new special called the Arms of Three, which I expect is exclusive, but where I was looking up didn't specify that it was unique to her, uh, so I you know, couldn't be inherited, so maybe you can inherit it someone else. Uh, but she does also come with a new Tier 4 B skill called Attack Defense Bulwark, as well as two more Tier 4 skills to round out her kit. Last episode, we had, we were like, oh, another Reinhardt. So I feel like it's fair to say another Altina, because we've gotten quite a few Altinas, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. This is our fourth Altina, and two of them are duos, one with uh, Sanaki, one with Edelgard. Oh, that's right. And then we have the base... Uh, Altina, so yeah. I'm not sure I feel that she's been overused, but I could see maybe you could feel that. I mean, I'm she's just, not, it's uh, not yeah. like her, her first alt, so. 
No, I'm just playing fair. I know we, well, I guess Reinhardt has four specific versions, uh, if I'm remembering correctly. And I mean, like, look, we talked about. Our first version was a mythic hero. I just verified that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And she was fairly, I remember using her quite a bit in my teams. Like, she was very, very, very strong at launch. Um, so it's nice to see Altina here again. Uh, honestly, like, I know the Tellius series was available here. Uh, I don't remember her from my playthroughs of the first game. I believe she only, I mean, she might be mentioned, but I think I could be wrong. I have, it's been so long and I don't think I actually finished Path of Radiance. I don't think Altina really comes up until Radiant Dawn. You are correct. I was just about to say, I mixed them up. So yeah, it is Radiant Dawn that that she is in. Uh, she is not listed from Path of Radiance, uh, at least this character. Now, I assume that uh, they would... Well, I guess man, they wouldn't list both. I'm guessing she was mentioned because the weapons she uses are the weapons that Ike and uh, the uh, Black Knight wield um, yeah. in her base form. Uh, but I think it's like, you know, one of the legendary heroes. Like, you know, they'll mention in other games. Yeah, eight or 13 or whatever legendary heroes that stopped stuff thousands of years ago. Yep. It says here, Altina is a non-playable character in Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn. She's one of Ashera's three heroes and the founder of Begnion, Begnion, uh, as well as the first wielder of both Ragnell and Aldenite, as you said, the, the axes. So yeah, I've, I never even played Radiant Dawn. And I think as a, I, I guess I could say this as a kid. Uh, I'm trying to think how old I was when it came out. And I, I, I think at this rate, we could say as a kid, you know, or as a teenager, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I didn't really appreciate that certain games in certain franchises would be almost impossible to find slash purchase down the road. I think we take for granted a lot of digital stores that are available now. Uh, and like when the time of physical media was the only option, you never really thought like, oh, I'll have time to get that Fire Emblem game. I know specifically like the Wii era, um, I wasn't really, I had, you know, I'd kind of skipped over. It wasn't until the portables came back for Fire Emblem that I really got into it again. I never really played the console versions like the Tellius series. That should surprise anybody, but I don't know. I kind of wish I could go back and be like, buy the Radiant Dawn. I know it's for Wii and it's expensive. And you never did finish a path of radiance, but it's, I don't know why I'm a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I kind of wish, uh, I wish I had bought it. Cause honestly I could see myself, um, playing it and, and, and talking about it on the show. Cause I think it's a, it's a big gap in my fire emblem playing, I guess. So. Yeah. I mean, I would love for them to put it on, you know, well, I guess Radiant Dawn being Wii, it might be longer before they do, but I'd love for Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn to get on Nintendo Online or something. But yeah, as, as much as I would love a remake of them, I'd rather get a remake of uh, FE uh, four, 3 and 4 and all that first. Yes, I, I, I agree, because there are ways, obviously, to... It's not impossible to play Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. Everyone, you and I know that, but... Um, you know, there's eBay multiple ways. Uh, let's talk about Juno, Nimble Grace. Juno is the former leader of the Pegasus Knights of Ilia, a land in the continent of Alib. Juno celebrates the Nevada Festival as a sword-flying hero wielding a blade of sands. 
She has a new skill in the C-slot called Attack slash Defense Oath 4. Rounding out her kit is Luna as a special and Guard bearing 4 in the B-slot. So this is Binding Blade. This is the game we never got here. I always mix them up, so I'm just going to lean into it. Okay. Is it? I'm asking you. (laughs) I I think... Don't know. You don't know? Okay. Uh, I thought you knew. I mean, Binding Blade is the one we never got. If she is Binding Blade, she is... Oh, she is. Sorry, she is. Yes. Yeah, that's... I thought you were asking, is she Binding Blade? Because isn't she like um, Florina's sister? Right? Isn't Juno one of Florina's sister? Uh, We got Florina in... Or am I misremembering? No. No, not that I can see. She's like the leader. Oh, Shauna is is Juno's younger sister, and Thea. They're a different oh, okay. trio. Another Pegasus trio, but for some reason I thought it was Florina, who we have in Blazing Blade. Maybe Florina was their mom? I don't know. Well, I guess she'd be too old to be Florina's sister. Daughter. Um, yeah. Binding Blade is uh, the first one that came out has... Uh, the children of the Blazing Blade characters that came out after it, after Binding Blade did. and But Binding Blade never came to America. Blazing Blade was the first one that came to America. And everyone since has come to America, other than the remake of uh, Mystery of the Emblem. Yeah. Uh, but everyone before, uh, the only one we've gotten is uh, Shadow Dragon and... Echoes, Valentia over here. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because they, so yeah, I, I guess I understand it and that, like, I don't know the reasoning for not releasing Binding Blade here, but I do understand that they released Blazing Blade first, even though it came out after Binding Blade, but it's a prequel. So, so, um, if I recall correctly, I believe Shadow Dragon came on. May have come to America on the original NES, but did not sell well enough. That after, or it might have been, it was just at a time where they didn't think it would sell in America. And Blazing Blade was the first one where they actually tried to release a American version. Mm. And I think the only reason, I think the only reason we got Shadow Dragon is when they did the remake of Shadow Dragon, they brought it over here, but that didn't do well enough in their eyes, so they did not bring. Um, Mystery of the Emblem when they remade that. Yeah. With new Mystery of the Emblem. So it was just the case of, oh, we don't think it'll succeed in America. Yeah. You know, I can't remember. This was, what, 92? Yeah. I so I know Nintendo gets a lot of uh, feedback, but I think that I think I like the Nintendo these days where they do their darndest to release a lot of their products worldwide. Um it's been a while since a high-profile release has been only released. I, I think they did a shift where they were like, okay, we're going to look to prioritize releasing worldwide simultaneously. Um, and, and I think they've been pretty good at doing that for the most part. Uh, yeah, I mean, up until recently, they've still been doing certain games will come out over in Japan earlier than over here. But yeah, mm-hmm. they do a lot of things pretty close to each other. Yeah. If not right on time. on same day now yeah uh well let's talk about uh well let's head let's head back to the telius series here with tormod yes uh tormod indomitable will tormod is a young gentleman raised by Moarim and determined to fight for the freedom of lagoos and joins heroes here as a red tome infantry unit in the four star focus on the banner 
wielding the Nevada Beacon Plus. He has no new skills, being the four-star focus, but comes with a special and a B and a C Tier 3 skill. This is a new character on the banner. I'm joining the special-only club. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, getting a strong Roy vibe from him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was reading through his uh, history. Um, not sure, sure so much the Roy thing, but he definitely is... Uh, touchy about his height ah well he does appear to be short yep although i'm looking at uh i I think so here's the thing i think if you look at his artwork from fe9 and fe10 he looks less roy like but i think in this representation of fire heroes i'm getting more of a rogue uh, a row of a roy vibe Um, they do tend to go with similar archetypes yeah. That looked somewhat similar. So the red haired punk you know, spunky youth is something they've redone quite often. Yeah. And he's in both games. He's both in Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. Yep. Uh, and I believe this one is labeled as being from Radiant Dawn. Yeah, they must they must just keep it pretty simple there. Uh well let's head over to Agreen plus Louise, Sworn Protectors. A green guardian of Nevada and Louise, uh, Countess uh, Regle of Uturia, uh, join the Nevada Festival from the continent of Alib. A green and Louise are a blue bow infantry harmonized hero wielding sand glass bow. They have a new skill in the C slot called Pulse Up Blades. Pulse Up uh, Blades. I'm reading that way. I must have written that down weirdly. Pulse Up Blades. That's what it's called. Their harmonized skill grants resonance blades, treachery, and desperation to unit and allies from the same titles as unit, so from uh, binding slash blazing blade. Rounding out their kit is blazing wind as a special, flash sparrow in the A slot, and speed slash defense tempo four in the B slot. Uh, I I know we've had a green before. I, I I believe these folks. So these folks are from binding and blazing blade. I, I think I should know one of these guys, but I'm trying to think of which one it is. Louise. Is it Louise is from Blazing Blade? Pretty sure Nevada, uh, the Nevada protector from Blazing Blade is uh, Hawkeye. And oh, I think that's right. is someone who I believe, is, as hinted by the, uh, dis- the comment in the um, trailer that Agrain makes, I believe... Uh, in Blazing Blade, Louise is raising a grain or whatever, and a grain is the protector in Binding Blade. But oh, does a green get a mention in Blazing Blade, or is it? Or is she like a? I a think so. Character? I think there are a lot of characters that get mentions, or are child characters that are shown. That's it's, true. I'd have to try and look it up quickly, but if I recall correctly, uh, when a grain first appeared, I believe she was like a. Orphan or something that Pent and Louise raised. I could be misremembering. Um, So she like, if she appears, she either appears or is mentioned. Uh, She is the daughter of Hawkeye. Oh, never mind. So that shows that. But uh, daughter of Hawkeye, an unknown mother, not seen in the during the events. She is mentioned a few times again. Mentioned a few times in Blazing Blade. Yeah, I I'm. So uh, Louise joins very late in Blazing Blade, uh, chapter 22 for the Hollywood 
chapter 23 for Hector. Um, yeah, and in Blazing Blade, Louise knows about Egrain because uh, she bought, in one of the support conversations, she tells Hawkeye she got two bows, one for herself and one as a gift for Egrain. Ah, cool. And we urge us to bring her turn home soon so Egrain will not be lonely. Right. Oh, and so. I did, I miss. I misspoke. It's, they join, uh, Louise joins in 24 of Hollywood, 26 for Hector. You see her for the first time and yeah. what I previously mentioned. So, yeah, like, I... I I know that uh it would be really nice to it'd be really nice to play Binding Blade. I think it's it's a game like cuz I love Blazing Blade. It's my favorite Fire Emblem game. It's the first one I played. Um and it's mostly nostalgia, I'll admit. But I think to to not be able to play uh the the sequel, so to speak, is I I really should look into it. The the prequel sequel. <laughs> R- right. Wait. The se- <laughs> Blazing Blade is it, the sequel prequel. Binding, I want to play Binding this. Blade came out first. Yes. But it is a sequel to Blazing Blade, which is a prequel to. Yeah. So it's a prequel in that it was the game released first, but it's a sequel in that the timeline of the game has Blazing Blade happening first. Cool. You know what? We should go back to talking about time travel because I think that was a little easier to decipher. What do you say? <laughs> I understand what you're, I get it. No, you're absolutely right. Like it is a bit odd that they decided mm-hmm. to release the prequel. Well, I mean, it's not that odd. Star Wars did it and they're doing just fine. Right. So. Yeah. And it has some advantages in that, you know, what characters to reference. Yes. Let's talk about Hawkeye because, and uh, not the Disney character, but uh, the Fire Emblem character. Yep. Uh, continuing the tradition, Hawkeye, Tastern Growing, continued tradition of focus of the country banners being a Tempest Trial or four star unit. Hawkeye joins in the Tempest Trial as a Blue Lance Infantry unit, wielding Nevada Lance Plus. Uh, he shows up here more dressed than his original version. Uh, but he has no new skills as a Tempest Trial unit, and but does come with a special or two in two tier three skills. And I guess technically a grain is also Nevada related, so not all of the uh, country units are four four star slash Tempest Trial. Yeah, they 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 included a green a grain or however another, you want to pronounce it. Another another father daughter duo in the banner. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, like I guess so. This is a sorry. Is this, it's a harmonized hero, so it's the same. Yes, Egrain's not titles. a. Uh, no, harmonized oh. is different titles. Remember, sorry, Louise everybody. is binding, or sorry, Louise is blazing. Egrain is binding. Yes, technically, and two. Egrain is a young child mentioned by in chats with Hawkeye, who is the Tempest Trial unit, and her father. Right. Right. I was just saying, oh, but they are from different games. So you could have done a green yeah. plus Hawkeye. Yep, and still been harmonized. Yeah. Well, there you go. Done an actual father-daughter father daughter pair. But like I mentioned, in the support, Louise shows, you know, fondness and kind of like, Louise feels like an Aunt Louise to a grain. Right. Right. Because she got her a bow and all that. So... Also, it's an, another one that makes sense for them to pair together, since we know nothing about a grain's mother. You yeah. Know, but Louise is known by her and buys her gifts, so the doting aunt, even though not actually related. Yeah. But family, nonetheless. Yep. 
Well, there you go. Those are the heroes. Those are the latest special heroes uh, in the game. And that's all we have planned for uh, today. A bit of a shorter episode, but, um, you know, we got through the heroes and we'll be ready with the Fae channel uh, and everything to catch up on in a couple weeks. So, yep. And uh, Choose Your Legends, I believe, is already over at this point. Uh, but uh, they did do their normal split thing, and it looked like uh, Ivy and Yonako were leading the females from uh, over there. Oh, I missed that. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. Yeah, I remember looking at Reddit because I was checking something else up, and I uh, the Fire Emblem Reddit, and I saw... Um, they were doing their own They did, poll. like, a... Well, I believe it looked like it was an official one. Maybe it wasn't. Um, it looked like they had released the top five for each band, each title by title. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay. So I have it. Oh, gosh. Uh, interim results. This was January 17th. Uh, just trying to make sure I have the most. Okay. So interim re- results. Uh, we got hero ranking by title. Oh, that's not helpful. Is it? Not really. And that's part of what I was talking about there. They also did the normal interim results where the top 20 of each one. But, um, you know, hero ranking by title showed, I believe, Ivy and Yunaka being in the top there. Um, The hero ranking by title was done alphabetically, as was the top 20. Um, But uh, female Allier, both Alliers were up there. uh, You know, but... Yeah, these are so the the results that were posted on the seventeenth are by title, and it appear as you said appear to be alpha yeah listed in alphabetical order. Listed alphabetical, so that where they were on the list of their title was not where they were standing on the um. You know, this gives you a good idea because, that Lissa yeah. is not listed here. So yes, it <laughs> stop me from voting for Lissa the few other days I remembered to vote. Yeah, but, I uh, I didn't vote all of them. I. Um, I, something happened. I tried to, I forgot one day and then I was on top of it and I forgot. It, was, I think, it wouldn't yeah, let I me think vote. I got the first four days and then I forgot to go back after that. Yeah. Maybe but, the first uh, five, but. This is pretty good. So you got, so yeah, both Alir, for Engage specifically, both Alir, Diamant, Ivy, and Yunaka. So you're thinking Ivy and yep. Yunaka are, are a fair shot to be top uh, of If the I list. recall correctly, when you found the top 20, Ivy and Yunaka were both on there. As well, I don't remember if female Alir was or not. She might have been. Oh, did they but. post a top 20? Oh, yeah. Man, this is Twitter. It's the worst. Yep. So, yes, there are... Yeah, I've noticed listed. that unless you're signed in or maybe there's something else you have to do, Twitter no longer gives you them by date. Well, it's just the thread. I am logged in. It's just the thread and the way they've they've decided to, to link all the posts. And then Twitter like will kind of collect the threads and anyways i see now what you were talking about which is the choose your legends in term results which is split between male and female and it lists in alphabetical order uh across all titles we got there eventually and as you said ivy uh, uh gold mary um hilda's in there again i'm surprised we haven't had a hilda uh, uh i haven't had a brave hilda but yeah yeah you got Panette, uh, Yunaka, but as suspected, a pretty solid representation from Engage. I mean, but there's still some pretty strong uh, three houses. 
uh, characters here, so maybe Three Houses gets gets a slot. Yep, like uh, you said, we don't know where exactly we are, but we know Ivy, Yunaka, and female Aaliyah are the top three women, and Diamant and male Aaliyah are the top on the men's side. Right, good uh, point. For Engage, because those are the top of Engage voting. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm catching up, I swear. Like, I, I see what you're saying so, now, so yes, you're able to well, eliminate... At the time age. of the release of that, Gold Mary, Lapis, uh, who else? Panette all appeared. Uh, Ivy, Yunaka, and Aaliyah were all above them. Yep. Yeah, so, so and, and on the male side, you've got a lot of engage. You've got Alfred, you've got Diamond, as we said, so Diamond's likely to be yep. very high. Um, yep. Once again, Rosado, because of the top five by, um, by whatchamacallit, by a title, we know that Aaliyah and Diamond are the top two, but we don't know how far ahead they are. All Chris could have been nipping at their heels, as could have offered a Rosado, but... Sure. Yeah. You know. We won't have to wait long to find out. I mean, no, nope, we said, should the... be getting it, you know, we should have it next week and discuss it in Discord before we discuss it in, uh, you know, in other yeah, games so. later. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, look forward to all of that. Definitely jump into the Discord, bit.ly slash TGI Discord. Jump into the Fire Emblem channel. Uh, visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash fey. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. We'll be back in two weeks to cover the latest Mythic Hero, the Fey Anniversary Fey Channel, and quite possibly more special heroes. We'll be able to talk to some degree to the special heroes. We'll get, we will get details. Yes, we will. Unless they decide to completely change things up, we should, yeah. by the time we record next, have what characters are on the banner and maybe a skill or two of theirs, but uh, we probably won't have the... We might actually have it, but there's a good chance we might not have the video with all the skills. Yeah. We'll see what... Uh, what... Faye brings us, and we will report back in a couple weeks. So have a great couple weeks, and happy summoning.